In this episode, we will discuss how it's been going in our first few weeks of reselling. We think you can benefit from hearing about the most important lessons we've learned so far and avoid making the biggest mistakes we've already made. And I don't mean having children. (sighs) In the spring of 2021, after a full year of enduring a global pandemic with no choice but to homeschool their children, two sisters come together and decide to take back control. With very few choices left in this new world, they decide to start reselling clothes online and recording the ups and downs of their experiences in hopes of helping other struggling moms. We are the Thrifter Sisters. day of Crossroads. Oh, gosh, that's right. We were yeah. so excited. Yeah, and it was a theater that was really close to where we lived in the uh-huh. valley. It wasn't very far, right? No, no, no. It was very close. Uh, and I, I remember for some reason I was wearing a wig. You were? I don't remember yeah. that. Yeah, I was wearing a wig. And that Brittany tank top. Oh, my God. The Brittany tank top. I swear I don't remember. Here is Brittany. So we're walking from the parking garage to the theater. I'm pretty sure we already had our tickets because we were very excited. Lord of the Rings was in the theater currently. I think we'd already seen it about three times. I mean, I saw it seven times total. Same. But I think at that point, we'd already seen it like just a couple of times. I mean, I saw it seven times in the theater. Same. Not like total in my life. Same. Okay. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And you had decided that you were going to be the wife of Elijah Wood. That's right. Is it Wood or Woods? Elijah Wood. Elijah Wood. So, so we're walking from the garage to the theater. Yes. And oh, dear God. There he was. Not Elijah. Unfortunately, no. <laughs> it was Sean Astin. It was Rudy. And Samwell. It was Samwell. Rudy. Rudy. And then it was one of those other two hobbits. And I don't think it was the Dominique guy. Yeah. It was the, the other one. that one. married Evangeline Lilly. They're, they got married in real life? Yeah. I think divorced, too. Oh. Uh-huh. Yeah. That stinks. Anyway, so we see them. Do you remember they were sitting there talking to the valet guy? Yes, yes. We were so excited. And we were like, we have to say something. We have to do something because it's Sean Astin. (laughs) It's Rudy. It's Samwell. He's the direct line to your future husband. And we didn't know what to say or do. And I don't know whose idea it was. It was mine. Yeah, of course it was. Because we get all the way up to the box office, (laughs) get ready to go in. I'm like, we have to go back. So we run back. Like running. We weren't walking quickly. Full sprint past Sean Astin and just start screaming, Happy Britney Spears Day! Happy Britney Spears Day! And they, like him, the other Hobbit guy. And the valet And the valet guy. They all just stop what they're doing and like looked at us like we were insane. Like I remember like big arm movements, sweeping arms. Split jumping through the air. Happy Britney Spears Day! (laughs) Best idea ever. And somehow it didn't get us the connection to Elijah Wood that we were hoping. I did end up standing next to him at a bar a few years later and, like, ordering a drink at the same time. Did you talk to him? No. (laughs) (laughs) So thanks a lot, Sean Astin. (laughs) See if I ever watch Rudy. He was like, listen, get us our car. We've got to get (laughs) the heck. We weren't screaming happy, like, Frodo Baggins Day. Oh Lord God. of the Rings They day. probably had so many weird experiences during that time I mean, in he public. Didn't, they, they, he didn't know we were targeting him. Well. We're yelling about Britney Spears. We very specifically were. <laughs> and I was missing a tooth. One of my fake teeth had fallen out that week. And I remember, oh, I was like, my. I have this wig and I'm missing tooth. <laughs> we looked 
so insane. So Sean Astin, if you're out there, I'm very sorry. We are very lucky they didn't cart us off immediately and take us away from the theater and not get to watch Brittany, Brittany on opening days. You're welcome. <laughs> Your <sighs> fans love you. Oh my gosh. <laughs> All right. Well, let's switch gears and let's get into it. But real quick before we get started. I just want to talk about, because we really didn't talk about it that much last week when we were doing our um, our intro, our mini episode, about how hilarious and fitting it was that Cliff FaceTimed when we were right in the middle of recording. <laughs> Yo, we did not plan that, I swear. No, no. Did you tell him afterwards? I don't think I did. Oh, I don't think I did. You should have. No, no, no. Let's just surprise him when it goes on the air. He'll oh, be able okay. to sit on the air. He won't like that we call him a child. No, he won't. But that's, I'm sorry, Cliff. Uh, uh, them's the. I can already see his hand doing the, you can't see me. <laughs> well, we're not putting your voice on the air. And again, I say the air. This isn't the radio waves. <laughs> All right. Okay. Let's get to it. Okay. <laughs> people, people tuned out like five minutes ago. Yeah. Like, we came here for reselling stuff. What's happening? All right. So we wanted to start. This is our first episode. In reality, it's like our fourth episode because yes. we've, re- we've recorded episode one. This is our third time of re-recording episode one. We keep changing our minds on the direction we want to go. And then we recorded episode two. Again, I will say you keep changing your mind <laughs> and I just go, okay. <laughs> That's a great idea. Let's do it. All right. So we want to start episode one just to check in with each other to see like how we're feeling after our first few weeks of reselling on Poshmark. Um. I think a good place to start would be to talk about our very first thrifting trip, sourcing trip, if you will, uh, together. Oh, and we forgot to mention how long we've been doing this now and how much we've sold. Oh, okay. Well, hi, I'm Lacey, and I've been selling on Posh for five weeks now, and I have sold a total of 12 items. And you already know, I'm Lindsay. They don't know. They don't know. And we sound the same. (laughs) I'm Lindsay. I've been selling on Posh for eight weeks and have sold 34 items. Do you think you're better than me or something? I mean, I have sold two items in the past two weeks, so no, I don't. I do not think that at all. Uh, 32 of my sales came in the first six weeks. <laughs> the last two have come in the last two weeks. So no, that's not what I've been thinking at all. Um, well, let's get back to it. Okay. Um, sister. Yes. Talk about our first sourcing thrifting trip together. So that was actually awesome because it was my birthday weekend and we got to go up to Wintergreen. We rented a cabin and got away from all the people that are around us all the time. Thank you, quarantine. Yeah. We're speaking about our children (laughs) specifically. So we got to go up, stay in a cabin, and then we decided we were getting ready to start doing this like let's 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 go to freaking goodwill it, there's one 30 minutes away from the cabin so we went to waynesboro virginia and went thrifting yeah and i had been to that goodwill before with my sister-in-law that i've mentioned in our little mini intro meant to be on posh and she found some good stuff when we were there and that was when i started getting like really inspired to maybe try and do this whole thing and there might have been good stuff when we were there yeah but we didn't know what to look for right no <laughs> i remember getting home and you said something about like madewell jeans and i was like i saw a whole bunch of madewell stuff and you were like that's a really good brand and i was like i've never heard of it <laughs> like <laughs> what are clothes <laughs> <laughs> i like target and goodwill no target and old navy saw a lot of that too yeah yeah <laughs> There's a lot of stuff we keep seeing now that we've been doing this for weeks. So anyway, I ended up leaving with dresses 
and suits and not cute, flowy, peasant, maxi dresses. No, 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 no. Like business dresses, like pencil, straight, sleeveless. Oh, it's a Calvin Klein. This will be crazy. Yeah, I remember you got back to the cabin and you were like, I got this suit. It's really nice. And I was, we were texting with my sister-in-law and she went, she was like, oh, you know, athleisure wears. Like, is that how you say it? Athleisure. Ath- well, now I'm not going to be able to say it. Athleisure. Thank you. She was like, that's really big right now because everyone's at home. And we were both like, oh, right. Because <laughs> I got two different suits. <laughs> Calvin Klein suits. <laughs> Which was probably from 1992. Yeah. And I remember Wendy was like, show me what you got. That's my sister-in-law. And I was like, okay. So I laid all this stuff out on the bed and I took pictures. And she's like, yeah, I avoid um, basic tops unless there's something really neat about them. Well, I got like five basic tops that are still sitting in my closet. Yeah. Yeah. We haven't sold. We each got like around 10 items Mm -hmm. that day. And I think I've sold one. Yeah. I mean. I don't even remember what it was. We didn't know what we were doing. No, no. We just were like, ooh, let's go shopping. Yeah. I'm, and that's kind of, you know, where all of this is going. Because we thought we had done some research. We thought we were like, you know, had a little basis of something to start yeah. with knowledge-wise. Oh, no, we did not. No, no. We did real bad that first yeah. time. But it was fine because you've got to get started somewhere. Yeah. And we did. And that was, you know, the beginning of the journey. <laughs> Um, and we felt pretty good after that day. Like, we were excited and... Yeah, it was fun. Yeah. I remember sitting there, like, clipping all of our little tags off the clothes and looking up comps and starting our little spreadsheets. It was, yeah. like, the beginning of something. It was exciting. Yeah. And then, you know, we took it and started learning how to, like, take pictures and, like, get stuff posted. So, really, it was just kind of like our intro school or... Yeah. And I feel like everyone's going to have to go through that if you want to get into this. Yeah. And I'm sure everybody who's listening has already done that because... So boring. Move on. Okay. <laughs> All right. So the next thing we wanted to talk about, (laughs) this is the fun one. Oh, yes. So in our short few weeks that we've been doing this, we've both made some very awesome mistakes. May I go first? You sure should. Alrighty. So, um, listener, dear listener, my very first sale that I made, after being on Posh for about two weeks at that point, I think I hadn't had a single sale and... You know, just feeling a little discouraged, but, you know, it's part of it and was trying not to let it get to me. And then I was sitting in bed one night and I just saw somebody had put an offer on this BCBG Maximera, like, mermaid sequinsy floor length dress that our stepmom had actually given me. So it was gifted to me. I didn't have to spend any money on this dress. And somebody had put an offer on it. And I was very excited. I remember excited. I made a sale. And... Within like three days, the, the person, when they receive your package on Posh, they um, have three days to accept it or three days to contest it. So my very first sale, they opened a case against me. <laughs> they contested it because <laughs> I had sold this dress as an excellent use condition because I thought it was. Because I didn't really like ex- inspect it that closely because I know our stepmom had like worn it once um, and then she shipped it off to me. Uh, so I just shoved it in the mail, sent it off to this woman, and she's like, "Um, this dress is beautiful, but there's massive rows of missing sequins on it. <laughs> I was so mortified. And, you know, they give you a chance to say your piece on there. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. I did not try to sell you something that was, you know, flawed without mentioning it. I thought it was in good condition. I obviously didn't inspect it well enough. And this person should not have to pay. Obviously, they didn't. And they got their money back and or not didn't have to pay and they sent me back the dress and I was 
just mortified. Yeah, you were real bummed. I was my first sale, and now there's like a thing on my, it's like a permanent record in school. Like, I'm never going to get this mark off me. And then I look it up, and I'm like, well, I don't think anybody can tell that this happened. I don't think any, like, potential buyers are going to see that you did this and that a case was opened against you. Yeah, and it's still, like, in my list of listings, it says that that dress sold. And I guess I'm the only one that can see that it was canceled? I don't know. I don't know. Yeah, when I go into your closet, it says that dress is sold twice because you did end up selling it again, this time with a cheaper price and then showing the flaws. Yeah. Zoomed in pictures of the flaws that the girl or the woman actually sent as part of the case. I used her photos and was like, look, this thing is flawed. Um, (laughs) I sold it for like half the price and, you know, figured somebody. It it actually turned out good. I mean. Because I didn't know I could do that. I didn't know I could relist something that had been like opened a case against and like given back to me. Yeah. I thought I would get in trouble or something. (laughs) Be breaking some (laughs) posh laws. Um, But apparently you can do that and, you know, it worked out fine. So I was so mortified. Look at that lesson you learned from that big, huge mistake. exactly. Inspect everything. Oh, real close. With a magnifying glass. I mean, because that girl could have been a real buddy about it. Yeah, she and was very nice. She was very sweet and yeah. cool. And you got, she got her money back and you got the dress back. And Because I've seen some people's stuff when I've been going through looking at comps and I saw one woman at the end of her thing. She was like, look, I returned your package. Like, stop contacting me. I was like, oh gosh, I wonder what happened in that chain. <laughs> Something real gnarly. People can get very angry. So, dear person, if you're out there and I sold you that dress, I'm very sorry. And thank you for being so understanding and kind. She was sweet. And I I was honestly getting worried that you were going to quit. I'm like, wait a minute. We had this great. I had this great idea to do a podcast. (laughs) Oh, I'll burn this whole thing down real quick. Just give me a minute. (laughs) I was like, she's going to quit. We're not going to have the podcast. I've had a couple of those moments sitting in the bathtub. I'm like, Lindsay knows everything about social media. And my sister-in-law knows everything about fashion. What do I know? I don't know anything. (laughs) Well, you've been doing a good job researching and learning brands and stuff. And I have not devoted any time to that. So good on you. Thanks. And just send me the list of stuff that you write down. That's what I've been doing. All right, so let's tell get, us about your big oh, fail, yeah, sister. Let's, let's get into my big fail. It's a real doozy too. Mm-hmm. It's 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 a different kind of a doozy. So I was thrifting at the SPCA rummage store, and prices are not like Goodwill prices there. They're like, I mean, there are some Goodwill prices there, but a lot of the stuff like the nicer higher end brands are not priced at a good price for us to buy for reselling. So I am looking through the jeans, and I find this pair of jeans that is just filled with bling and like they're like kind of acid washed purple and blue pink purple blue I don't know and I'm like what are these heinous looking jeans (laughs) these are I would actually wear something like that just to be clear (laughs) they're very rainbow bright yes punky brewster reminiscent I agree agree. so it definitely fits my brand (laughs) but I was like I've never seen such a jean and so I pick it up and I look at the tag I'm like let me just look these up and it's Robin's Jean, something I've never heard of. It is a super high-end brand of jean made in L.A., I think. Um, started by this guy who's, I want to say, from Europe and blah, blah, blah. He had, I read the whole backstory. And I was like, oh, these are actually like $1,000 jeans, $800. So they the, still had the tags on them, they right? They had the tags on them, and they were $767 or something like that. And so I'm like, oh, I wonder what the resale value is on these. And the resale value on those were... and I'm like, no freaking way, no freaking way. What were they priced at in the They were $50. So I'm like, even if I only sell them for $100, like I'm making, I'm going to make close to 50 bucks off of these. I'm going to just do it because there's not a lot of these on Poshmark and 
These are in great shape. Obviously, they're brand new. So I take them home. Uh, I got the kids to bed that night. I was so excited. And I really, I was like, well, I want to research a little bit more about this brand and just kind of learn about it. And um, and then I it kind of popped into my head. I was like, I know a lot of people make copycat stuff, fake stuff. I was like, let me just uh, learn how to authenticate these. So I went onto YouTube and watched one video. And I was like, oh, these are real fake. <laughs> I give you so much credit for even thinking because I'm so like, you know, walking through the field of daisies, like, la, 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 la. Like, I would never have thought to check well, and make sure they weren't fake. That's that's the benefit I have of trusting no one. Yeah, ever. that's true. And I'm just like, <laughs> I trust everyone. Let's hug that bear. I'm such a cynic. And it just, like, it didn't occur to me when I'm in the store, obviously. But when I got home, I'm like, oh, I better check this out just to make sure. And, yeah, sure enough, they were very fake. Um, the biggest giveaway was those jeans come with, like, a actual keychain that's attached. The The keychain part itself was – that was totally different and what, and as opposed to, like, what the real Robin's jeans offer. And then each of them <laughs> – each of them have this gold rectangle. So the, the keychain is like these gold set of wings, which are usually found embroidered somewhere on the jeans anyway. And then the keychain is like these gold wings, which were on the jeans, but the keychain part itself, like the connecting parts, that was totally wrong. But then they have like this rectangular gold plate. And the real ones, it's like metal. It's not real gold, but it's like metal. And, and it's... um such a metal that you can move it and you can actually see your reflection in the metal. My metal my metal plate was a piece of gold cardboard. <laughs> I mean, like the first time you wash them, oh, it melted. <laughs> no, no, you take the kitchen. No, you take you're not supposed to keep that on. I mean, I guess you could when you're wearing them, but like you're supposed to take that off as a as a keychain. <laughs> And I mean, I was looking up pictures of what the tags looked like. They looked identical. That's so and then scary. I, you know, I watched like this whole twenty-minute video to authenticate them, and a lot of the stuff was exactly right. But there were like a few little things here and there. But the big giveaway was that gold. So designers don't use cardboard. Is no, what you're telling me. Okay. Well, I don't know about that, but it, this particular brand spray painted cardboard. <laughs> God. So now they're just sitting in my basement. I'm like, what am I going to do with these? I, I actually looked up. I was like, can I sell these on eBay? But like saying that these are knockoffs. Can I do that? And that's illegal. Yeah. 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 So I don't I, I actually wish they fit me because I would just wear them. But they don't. <laughs> and you spent $50 on them. I know. So I'll have to figure out that's something. 50 tacos you could have eaten. I know. I'll have to figure out something funny to do with them. But so it's good because I learned that lesson. And then I was at Goodwill in Richmond actually last week. And they had this whole section of like designer brands that the prices on each of those things were like $20, $25. And there was this really cute straw pink Kate Spade purse. So I grab it and I put it in my car. And then I go and I'm like looking at jeans. And I'm like, well, I'm definitely looking at how to authenticate this bad boy <laughs> before I leave the store. And yeah, it was fake. So... <laughs> So be on the lookout. Fakes are everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Like the Rothy's shoes, apparently. There's yeah. massive knockoffs, like, everywhere. Yeah, so I, which I did find at when I was on that Richmond trip. Did. But they were priced at $60. They were at this place called, I think, Second Debut, where it's, like, all, like, really good brands and stuff. But they weren't, everything's not, things there were not priced to resell. But you saw Rothy's that were legit or that were I don't know. I like, did, I'm not even going to bother because they're $60. Yeah, I did. There was two pairs. They weren't even colors that were good, like in season right now. 
and the prices were so if they had been like a cute pink color i think i mean i think i could have sold them and made a little bit of money i could have sold those and maybe made a little bit of money but i was like i'm not spending 60 dollars to you know maybe make 70 or 80 dollars yeah. like that's not happening um so i didn't even bother looking up how to authenticate rothy's um there's someone i follow on instagram north north coast style and she has a whole highlight bubble I think it's all just one word, North. I'm going to look it up, North Coast style. And she has a whole highlight bubble on how to make sure that if you do happen to come across some Rothies, to make sure there's they're, they're real Zs oh, and not fake Zs. So I'll I'll tag you in her stuff so you can start following her. Thank you. But I'm going to actually look her up right now to make sure I'm giving you the right name. North. Okay, it's North period coast period style. That's her Instagram name. She's great. She has actually lots of good tips. And she's... Tips and tricks. <laughs> Tips and tricks. Yeah, yes. All right. Well, let's get away from our big fails and let's uh, <laughs> let's learn about let's talk about real quick the um, biggest lessons that we've learned this this up to this point. I would say five weeks in, and I've known it from the beginning, but I think I've just really started to get a grasp on it. Um, the biggest thing I have learned is how desperately important research is. Um, researching not just what's selling on Poshmark right now, but following other influencers in the posh world, like following a lot of Mogi Beth um, and British Posher is awesome too, uh, the Deal Queen on Instagram, um, and just finding out like what is happening with new styles and brands right now, um, because I've found. That And, you know, I have been told, too, but I'm really kind of starting to learn what it is to look at something and go, oh, this is an older style of this brand. I also can look at it and say, hey, maybe that tag is the older tag. Um, and that doesn't always mean something won't sell. It just might not sell for as much. Um, and just learning about, you know, hey, I found a Lulu's dress yesterday at Goodwill that was a wrap dress. Um, that's, you know, wrap is in right now and it's floral and it was like spring colors, very pretty. Um, but I could tell by looking at it, the floral print was real small. And right now their prints are real big. Um, and so I could just tell that was an older style and like their casual wear doesn't really sell as well as their fancier dresses. Um, so I put it back and walked yeah. down from it. I'm learning. I'm learning, people. I'm learning. Yeah. Research, research, research. It's yeah. so important. I've definitely put back a lot of stuff that I would have been like, whoa, look at this a few yeah. weeks ago. And uh, yeah, like you said, not even only researching like what is actually selling right now, but like lurk, learning to use the Poshmark app to see once you do find something, how much of that particular piece is available like for sale by other sellers, mm -hmm. like what, how much they're pricing it for. So if, if it's like saturated, like put it back because what's going to make yours different, I guarantee they, somebody there has new with tag ones. And I mean, I, you know, it again, depends like doing your own research, taking your own chances and stuff. But like when a market's really saturated, really learning to use the Poshmark app to decide to put something back when there's already a billion of them for sale. And like that J. Crew dress I just sold yesterday that I got at Goodwill a few weeks ago. And I've was like, oh, but it's J. Crew and like J. Crew's so oversaturated. But when I looked up comps on it, I wasn't seeing it anywhere. And I could tell by the tag that it was a new like style from, and it, you know, it says that spring 2019 on the tag. Um, you know, but I wasn't seeing it selling anywhere. So I was like, it's a really nice looking dress. So I just 
got it. And I kind of felt like I shouldn't in my stomach, but I went with my gut at the same time, too, because I really wanted to get it because I thought it was really pretty and it would sell. And then it ended up selling. And for a decent price, I got what I wanted for it. How long was it sitting in your closet before you sold it? I think three weeks. Oh. No, no, no. I just listed it, I want to say, last week. Oh, okay. Because well, I've had it for three weeks, but I just listed it last that's, week. That's awesome. So I was, I was very surprised by that. You yeah. Know? Okay. Um, My biggest lesson, the biggest thing I've learned at this point (laughs) is I have to list something every single day. And not just you, people, listener, everyone who's on that. If you want to make money and like progress, you have to list every day. And I've heard, you know, I've listened to so much content on Poshmark at this point. So I don't know if it came from a podcast or from YouTube, but hearing or maybe even Instagram, someone saying the algorithm is going to favor your closet if you're constantly posting things. Your The things in your closet will be seen more. And I absolutely believe that because in the first few weeks, I, I was so excited and I was constantly listing new things and I was getting tons of likes, not a ton of offers, but like people were accepting offer. But definitely there was so much more activity on my closet than there is right now. And I have hardly, I think I've listed five things in the past two weeks. And as I mentioned at the top of the show, I've sold two items in the past two weeks and I'm not getting any activity. Like I'm, I mean, not that follows matter, but like nobody's following me anymore. I'm not getting likes that often. And so I had this goal and I even printed off that um, uh, listing tracker off Mm -hmm. of the Poshmark website just to like keep track of how much you list every single day in a week and a month. And so I had this call. I was like, all right, I'm going to list 21 items this week. I can do that. That's three items a day. You know, maybe some days I don't get as many, but whatever, I'll make up for it. I've listed four items this week. It's Friday. <laughs> it's Friday at 2.40 p.m. So a very realistic goal <sighs> is to be able to list one thing a day. Yeah, because moms, you know, we don't get a lot of time to just sit around. Like, we, it's just a constant go. And Lacey, she's still home with her son like he didn't he never went back to school might have been um back in school a few weeks real jealous yeah it's i feel bad for you it's tough i and even with them in school it's only by the time i get them dropped off get home get the dogs walk get showered get my day going it's like i literally have three hours of time and guess what there's still a total buttload of things i need to do in the house to keep our home running so yeah, I, I've just got to really figure out how to schedule my day better, how to time block. And I thought I was doing that, but then I look back on this week. I'm like, what have I been doing? <laughs> I mean, I did have a very traumatic dentist appointment. Did I tell you I have to get another yeah, you root text canal? Yeah, I'm sorry. <sighs> so that took up like nine days. <laughs> <laughs> it's real traumatic. I don't want to do it again. Um, yeah, consistency in Poshmark is super, super important. Um, and not just sharing your closet every day, because no. I have been sharing yeah. my closet. But listing continuously yeah. just kind of it really draws that attention, gets the algorithm on your side. And, you know, consistency, consistency. It's yeah. important. My family is actually leaving town in about an hour and a half to go camping for the weekend. Also very jealous of that. <laughs> it's Mother's Day weekend, and you get the whole house to yourself. Uh, without any hot water, though. So you Suck it. There <laughs> There go all those relaxing baths I was hoping to have. I was just going to lay in the bath, watch stories on my iPad. (laughs) Do it old school style. Just put it in the pot in the stove and carry it like the money pit. Carry it up one bucket at a time. Don't think I haven't thought about it. My bathtub's way too big. That would take so... I'm trying to get a wheelbarrow up the stairs. (laughs) 
real be a real money pit situation. <laughs> but I am going to um, work on getting some things. I'm not going to make it to 21, I'm sure, because I don't want to spend my whole weekend alone relaxing, posting and listing, but I'm going to get a good chunk. Maybe Maybe my goal should be 10. That's a good goal. I could get a few done tonight, a few done tomorrow, a few done Sunday morning before they get home. Yeah. Okay. And then after that, consistency. At yes. least one yeah. item a day. Yeah. I have a ton of photos in my phone ready to go. I just need to, like, find item descriptions and style names and post them up. Make those drafts and just list. Yeah. One, yeah. I'm, that's what I should do this weekend. I should make a bunch of drafts. Okay. So that was actually brings us to our next goal. <laughs> I mean, our next talking point before we finish up, round out this first episode um, we were going to wanted to discuss our goals before we come back next week and record episode two. So that'll be my goal. I'm going to get as much of my stuff in drafts as possible. Let me let me make the goal of 15 items. Uh, that seems like a lot for the weekend. Yeah, I'm going to stick with 10. I'm going to do 10 items in drafts. And that way I'll post some of them this weekend. And that way that next week, no matter what's happening with schedule, I can just at least one a day. And then some days I can do more than one. That's my goal. What's yours? Um, my goal is to catch up on my inventory spreadsheet. Um, I'm just a little behind, and therefore I'm not, if I fall behind any further on it, I'm going to not remember yeah. what day I purchased this piece and what day I listed it. And if I've already sold it, I'm not going to remember what day I sold it. Um, so I need to stay. No, I think that you can find that in your in your sales. What day it so- sold? Yeah, that's okay. listed there. Um, I think it's important to know moving forward when I look back on pieces and, you know, I find a brand or something, I'm going to go, oh, well, I bought this and it sat in my closet for this long. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, I don't want that. Or I bought this and it only sat in my closet for two days, like that Peruvian connection sweater that I listed and it literally sold in two minutes. Yeah, I want to start tracking that, too. Like what? And I, I am up to date on my spreadsheet of everything. Like, as soon as I come home from thrifting, like, because I usually don't come home with that much. I put everything into my inventory and then my cogs list in, yeah. in my spreadsheet. I'm jealous of that because I usually don't have that because I come home. Jackson has to come with me yeah. to the thrift store and he's complaining the whole time or he's asking how long we're going to be there. Can we go home? And the second we get home, uh, you know, he wants to, like, do stuff and play. And, you know, he's an only child. So I know. I know. Yeah. It's tougher. But, I mean, it's not like I walk in the door, sit down, and do it immediately. <laughs> but, like, you know, I put my bag of stuff out on the table. My com- I make sure my computer's right next to it. And that way, and I make sure my receipt is right there on top of my computer. So I can... That's me. Rookie mistake! Sorry. Phone's going off. Um, and that way I can just get that uploaded into my inventory sheet. So I have that. I am very good about keeping on top of that. So, yeah, that's a good goal. Yeah. Like, are you, so, so your can... goal is to, like, everything that you have be listed in inventory and all your sales in there as when sold yes okay all right well we'll see next friday we'll be back here and let you know if we hit those goals accountability i feel like we can do it those are very um attainable goals i agree this week all right well hopefully our experiences that we've shared with you the fails and the wins will help you kelp you for making the same mistakes if you just said kelp yeah well we just want to kelp you (laughs) and hopefully it will also give you a good laugh (laughs) <laughs> Some people think we're funny. We do. So how did it go? First episode. This is it. First episode for the third time. <laughs> First episode of the new Thrifter Sisters podcast. Well, what do you think about our new direction? The, I mean, the listener won't know what direction we previously had because they didn't hear that. But what do you think about our... Oh, I'm definitely much more into this brand. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This feels way less stale. 
Yeah, the, that's that's what I was thinking. The other one was just like a, a step by step guide, and it was, I felt like we were, you know, what's the Bueller? Yes, Bueller. yeah, because even though we were like injecting <laughs> our personality into that, like it did, it just felt still. You're right. I'm yeah. a genius for coming up with this new plan. Okay. All right. Well, we'll see. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll we'll see. We'll see how it goes. All right. Well, follow us on the social meds. I. Um, in charge of I'm in charge of our Thrifter Sisters Pod Instagram account. You can also find me on Hot Moms of Seville on Instagram and Hot Moms of Seville in Poshmark. Um, if you want to look for me on Poshmark, I am Lily Jeans. That's L I L L Y, and on Insta, I am Lily Jeans underscore Posh. Yeah, so do us a real big solid. Send this to another Poshmark person, another reseller. Or your friend who doesn't know anything about poshmarking or reselling. Or, or anybody your... that just wants to laugh. <laughs> but maybe no one else finds us funny. That's okay. We're fine with that. Yeah. We make us laugh. Exactly. And Mariana. <laughs> Thanks, Mariana. <laughs> Thanks, Mariana. All right. Well, we're getting ready, actually, for Mariana to take it away with her theme song here. Join us next week to hear about all of our next big fails. And successes. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're going to fail up real hard. Yeah. All right. Thanks for listening to our first episode. Two sisters. One podcast. Thrifter Sisters. Hit it, Mariana. Boom. <laughs> Thrifter Sisters.